there is in my neighborhood a handwritten sign posted on a lawn. The sign reads, clean up after your dog. Look up. We have cameras. We know who you are. We will post your videos. I can't begin to tell you how much that sign annoys me. Every time that I walk by with my dog Ruby, there is a significant part of me that wants her to do her doggy business right there under that sign. That way I could smile and I could wave at the camera. And then I could start to comb the internet for my 15 minutes of fame. Imagine the scandal in the local press. You would all be drawn into it. A local pastor and his dog leaving their mess behind. Now the funny thing is, of course, that the request is, and so oddly phrased and oddly put, is completely and totally reasonable, right? It just happens as odd. I mean, we're all just trying to get by in the world, and no one should have to go out of their way to clean up someone else's mess. And in fact, I am the guy who has gotten home from a walk with the dog, only to jump in the car and drive back to a spot up because I forgot doggy bags while I was on my walk. And so, I'm not quite sure what it is about that sign that just annoys him so much. Is it the strangeness? The breadth? The length? The specificity of what they will do? What is it about this request that makes you want to do the exact opposite? I'm not quite sure. It's a bit of mystery. A bit of a mystery to me. But this is a, a benign, comparatively harmless example of a perennial Wrestling with the role of the law and its 
ability to bring people into right relationship with God and with one another. So to give you a brief summary of some of Paul's thoughts, Paul basically says this. One, that the human beings are good. Created in the image and likeness of the same God who created them. The same good and loving God who created them. And two, that the law is good, given by that loving God to help us orient our lives toward God and so that we might live in loving relationships with one another. But here's the rub. Something's broken. We are not in right relationship with God and with one another. And you don't need Paul to tell you
We need a redeemer who can rescue us from sin's clutches. We need someone to, to break us free and allow us to do things. And of course, we will come to no surprise to you if you are sitting here that for Paul, Jesus Christ is the one who has rescued us from Satan. Paul cried out, wretched man that I am, Members of Christ's body, we live in this awkward place. We live within this space of the already and the not yet. God's triumph and victory over the powers that would look to separate us from God and from one another. This battle to ages, the age of sin's dominion on one hand, and the new age of freedom in Christ. already been won. It is ours to participate in now. And yet, so too, Paul recognizes that sin still reigns and does exercise authority over our lives. The invitation, then, is to live in this new age of Christ. It is only through recognizing our powerlessness and hopelessness that we can live into this promise. We come to live a life of freedom in Christ. We can come to the new life in God by learning to turn our lives over to Christ. Jesus said a few weeks back in our gospel lesson, those who look to me have saved their lives